listener production. Hey, it's Terea. I'm jumping in. I've got a couple of thoughts that are going around in my head, so I just thought I'd jump on here and and share them with you. Okay, this is going to sound like I'm a massive wanker, but I've been asked to be on a lot of reality TV shows, like lots of them. But I've always said no, except for when this invite to come on Celebrity Apprentice came knocking on my door or knocking via my email. And I got really excited because I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool because you get to raise money for your charity. And my charity is Interplast and Interplast provide reconstructive surgery to people who really need it in developing countries. And I went with Interplast on one of their trips to Laos with my partner, Michael, It was confronting because the type of injuries you see are pretty horrific, but it also made me feel really grateful to be alive, um, to be Australian, to have, to have had the opportunities that I've had because I live in Australia, because I've had access to our amazing medical system. And so that for me, that's why I'm so passionate about Interplast. That's why I've, when Celebrity Apprentice came up, I was like, awesome. This is going to be another, another good way to be able to raise money for Interplast and to be able to raise awareness and, and profile of the charity. Um, aside from that, I also thought I might like make, meet some cool friends, um, something different, a bit of a challenge, all of those things. So that's, that's why I said yes. The other reason why I wanted to do Celebrity Apprentice was that I felt like it's good for us to see diversity on our screens. Um, and I know we had a couple of cast members in this year's Celebrity Apprentice who did that, um, but I felt for me being a woman of colour, being a burn survivor, being someone who looks visibly different, I thought that would be uh, a good representation for people to see on their screens, for little girls to be at home, be watching their TV and say, oh, there's that Tariq Pitt. She looks a bit different, but she's still badass, and to try and look up to me in that way. And this whole experience has had me reflecting on a lot of, lot of big things, right? Like how we conduct ourselves in our workplaces. It's pretty easy to show someone that you respect them. You learn their name. You are kind. You're considered. You're gracious. If you don't agree with them, you're gracious when you're letting them know that you don't agree with them. I think all of those are really basic, easy ways to show someone you respect them. If you yell at someone, if you berate someone, if you berate someone publicly, if you intimidate someone, if you use your physicality to intimidate someone, I think all of those are ways in which you show that you don't respect someone. And all of that gets to a point where the disrespect becomes bullying, right? And this is, this is what women do in the workplace. I'll just laugh it off. I'll just be cruisy. I'll just pretend I don't care. I'll just go with it. It doesn't really matter. But the thing about that is that it doesn't actually change the behavior. The behavior just escalates and gets worse. And so I realized that that's what gaslighting is. It's a process of you questioning your own sanity and your own actions because of what someone else has said or because what someone else is doing to you. And so if you're the victim of workplace bullying or school bullying or you you work at a toxic workplace, whatever, there are a few options for you. Number one, you can leave, which I know might sound like 
that I'm telling you to run away. But I think, uh, and this has been the advice I've received from some of my guests is like leaving can sometimes be the best thing to do. Uh, another thing you can do is look for support from your colleagues or your peers. So I think looking for support from your colleagues is is a really, really great start. And I also think getting some perspective or getting some time away from the situation. And I think that's that's never good for us, right? When our work, when our work becomes so encompassing that it's our life. So I'd encourage you to try and get perspective, try and take some time away, try and spend time with people who love you, who love you for who you are, who think you're awesome no matter what. And whether those people are your friends or your family or your partner, um, Spend time with those people and remind yourself that you're, that you're worthy. So with my business, I try to be vulnerable. I try to own myself. I try and accept my insecurities. And there are many, there are many of those. Uh, but I also try to be kind, gracious, a good human, a decent person, courteous, polite, a hard worker, a go-getter. I get stuck in. I back myself. And so I feel like particularly when things get hard or get challenging, it's really, really easy to find yourself getting bogged down, getting sucked down, getting weighed down by all of it. And I feel like, you know, no matter what happens, no matter how difficult or insurmountable your challenges seem or my challenges seemed at the time, I feel like I was a bigger person and I'm really proud of that. So, If you are listening to this podcast, then I assume you are a person who wants to be a little bit better. You are someone who tries their very best to act with kindness and grace and compassion and just being a bloody decent human. Um, And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you listen. And let's, let's work on being that little bit better together. Thanks for listening to my rant. It was uh, it was really good to get all of that off my chest. Hit follow, or if you're you know download the listener app for free. Look forward to having more of these conversations with you, mate. And I'll I'll talk to you real soon. Listener.